Hello, everyone, and welcome to day three of the AFL Trade Daily Wrap. Uh, just remember to subscribe if you haven't already. Smash the like button when I for at least 20 likes for this video. But let's get right to it. There was a lot of moves in the last two hours of play today. We had Brody Grundy, Taylor Adams join the Swans. Um, we had Dylan Stevens, Zach Fisher, and some pick swaps. So we, let's get right to it because there's a lot to talk about. All right, so the, we're going to do this in order because some of the picks then follow, followed on to other picks. Like, for example, the first trade, those picks that they got then moved on in the second trade, et cetera. So well, let's get right to the from in order. So the first trade that went through today was Dylan Stevens went from the Swans to North Melbourne. North Melbourne received Dylan Stevens and pick 25. The Swans, in return, received pick 44 in the future end of first round, which is the one of two North Melbourne assistant picks. Um, so end of first round of the next season. I mean, Dylan Stevens, a fringe player, was a top pick four in his draft year about three years, four years ago. Um, I mean, who wins this trade? I suppose Sydney do because they've technically got a pick around 44, which is kind of what it's worth. I mean, it's, if Dylan Stevens goes well, I mean, then it'll work for North, but I haven't got much faith in him being a dominant player. So who wins the trade individually? Uh, I think I'll slightly go the Swans. The next trade which happened, which was a pick swap between Melbourne and Gold Coast. Gold Coast received pick 14, 27, and 35. Melbourne received pick 11. Melbourne want to get as high as possible. They've got pick 6 and 11 at the moment. Um, or now they've got currently 6 and 11. They want to try and package it up and get to pick 1. I don't think it'll happen. But regardless, they'll still be happy with essentially two, or factually two top 11 picks. Gold Coast, they get pick 14, so they slide back a little bit because they need to slide further back because the bid for Walter will be in the top three. Ethan Reid and Jake Rogers could happen between 8 and 20. So they're trying to push it further back, and they've got a multitude of picks, including 14 with 27 and 35. The, the main factor for Gold Coast here is all their picks add up to their academy points. So all the Reid, Walter, and Rogers as of right now, the picks they've currently got, if the picks, bids go where they expect, they win well, so that's why they've got a stockpot on a bunch of picks, and they've traded in the future as well. So they've run really well. And speaking of the future, here is some, I oh know, the current picks. Here we are. So Chris Burgess left the Gold Coast Suns to join the Adelaide Crows on a two-year deal, and a year left to go at the Suns. He can play as a key forward, plays a key defender, and pinch it in the ruck as well. But I think Adelaide will see him as a defensive option in the back line. And interesting, there wasn't just a tra straight swap of a pick. It was Chris Burgess joined the Crows along with pick 14. So Adelaide, the Gold Coast have pushed that pick out as well. And Gold Coast have received pick 23 and 26 in return. Same reasons as I said before. More point, uh, more picks added up for more points. So they've added it up. Burgess, the Crows get. And pick 14. So the Crows win as well. They get another top end draft pick. Now we move on to the next trade, which coincidentally enough also involved the Gold Coast Suns again. North Melbourne received pick 18, and Gold Coast received that future end of first round pick of North Melbourne. So North Melbourne want another pick for now. Gold Coast get the end of next year because they don't need any picks for this year with the Academy boys, and the picks will get chewed up regardless since they've been training these picks out consecutively. And they get three first rounders as of right now. Next year, they've got their own. They've got this North Melbourne one, and they've got another one. I think it might be the Bulldogs as well. They've got another one regardless. So they're looking very well at the moment. And as I said, North Melbourne, another pick, and this could be a pick that could end up being bumped up in terms of a package deal for pick one. 
Now, a bit more of a player-related trade. Brody Grundy is officially a swan on a four-year deal. John Ralph just announced that Collingwood will still be paying about $250,000 over the next four years for Brody Grundy. Melbourne won't pay a cent, and that Sydney will pay about six fifty over the four years, and Collingwood will pay about two fifty. So he's on nine hundred overall individually. But he needs to return. I thought Melbourne did okay considering how they treated him this year. They get a future second round pick, which will be a pick obviously around 25, 30 range. With this round's forty six, and the Swans obviously received Brody Grundy. Great get for the Swans. They need a ruckman. Brody Grundy's that man, and he still is one of the best ruckmen in the competition. Didn't show it as much this year because he had gone playing forward in and out. It makes him look as bad, but he's still a very, very good ruckman. I'd have confidence in him to dominate at the Swans. Talking about dominating in the Swans, they're dominating this trade period, and the Swans have done it again. Got contracted Pi midfielder, who's now 30, Taylor Adams. They received him from Collingwood, and Collingwood get picked 33, which is about right. Taylor Adams is a bit injury-prone, getting on towards age. So that's about right for Taylor Adams. But it could work well for the Swans of him and Goulden and um, Parker and Warner and Rowbottom. Ollie Florin and Co. running through that midfield and wing brigade, and it could do very well for the Swans. They're a side to watch out for next year. They just made the eight this year, um, and watch out for that happens again. And the final trade that officially went through today is that Zach Fisher has joined the North Melbourne Football Club on a four-year deal with a trigger of a fifth, according to reports. But again, not just a straight, straight swap. He had two years ago on a contract. So North Melbourne got Zach Fisher and pick 17. Another pick North Melbourne got in the first round. Carlton received 21 and 25. Obviously, they feel there's not much difference between 17 and 21. They slide back a little bit, and they essentially got pick 25 when you think about it for Zach Fisher, which is not worth that at all. So Carlton done really well on that, but then you understand why North are doing it because they would want to get higher and higher and Tice pick one. So it works out for both parties, and Zach Fisher gets a four-year deal and potentially a fifth within the trigger clause for North Melbourne. Now, another some stories I want to talk about today. Not much outside. Jay Gresham, there's still a hold up there with the Saints. The Dora reckons he's just talked through his management, hasn't talked to the Saints at all. You know that's a lie. The Dora lies, and this club that lie this type of time of the year. Um, it'll get done. St Kilda have set, though. If it's not an end of first round compo, they will match the, the free agency bid, and they'll force Essendon into a trade. Some reports are saying that Essendon won't trade for him. Could be all talk at the moment. I think they will. They just don't want to. That's why they're saying it. They try and scare St Kilda. But we'll wait and see what the compo pick is very likely tomorrow. Keeping in mind that free agency finishes on Friday. So they're going to have to get a wriggle on the Bombers to get this done. Um, Xavier Durson apparently has been offered a four-year deal from the Bombers. Hence why he's wanting to go there. That, that should get done. And Geelong is still being stubborn on Radigalia, thinking that pick 24 is not enough. Unbelievable. Geelong and Radigalia and unreasonable. That's just Geelong to a T, really. And not much of an update on Lockie Schultz. That's still the same as yesterday. Uh, and Harrison Petty is a name that's been thrown up the last day or two. Adelaide are trying hard to get him on $800,000 a year. And his first season might be on a million. So they've spread it out over five years. Apparently, John Rolfe's saying the wage next year, the average wage will be like from 680 to, to 680 which is just ridiculous to think that. And they think he's better than the average. And Adelaide won him. He's undecided himself. And Melbourne apparently had him, according to reports as well, that that's not happening. But we'll have to wait and see. There, Liam Henry, still not much change on that either. It will be a second rounder. Prayer friends, I keep thinking it's pick 12. Not happening. And if 12 was involved, as I've always said, if it was involved, it'd be first rounders coming back the other way, et cetera. It's just not going to be like that. 
plain and simple. Um, yeah, thank you for watching this video. There'll be more daily trade wrap videos tomorrow, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, into the last day, which is on the Wednesday. Then on the Thursday, I'll have a fully wrapped trade wrap video club by club on that Thursday. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already and smash the like button. And Saints, just get Dow and Henry in the board and maybe someone else, Lockie Whitfield or Nick Haynes. Go Saints. Go Saints.